Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies of Darkness, a member of the Crow's Nest Podcast Network. Brought to you by DC4 L Custom Tees and the Raider Rambles. Make sure you follow them to find our swag and some great content. Poor Jenny is still out for the week, so yeah. you are stuck with me. Oh, boo. Well, we miss her, but uh, she'll be back on the, on the mend. She's doing okay. We're just waiting for her and our schedules. To sync up. I started a new part-time job, and that's not helping anything at all. And, you know, if she didn't live in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Yeah, there is quite an hour gap for you. Yeah. That is quite an understatement, actually. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah, so today on the show, we are going to address the new league year starting. Yay! The Raiders have inked some new contracts and are ready to sign a few more. We'll talk about franchise tags and much more. We have a really, really, really good show today. I'm excited. So, Heidi, did you finish watching the John Wayne Bobbitt? The, uh, most of it. it. Yeah, yeah the, most of it. It was a special that they produced for Amazon Prime about the whole uh, John and Lorena Bobbitt thing and... If you don't know, well, you probably weren't alive yet because <laughs> everybody with a TV knew about that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the gory details. What was your favorite part? Did anything, uh, did, did you like it? Are you enjoying it so far? The, the actual show? 
probably my favorite part was actually seeing with the type of surgical precision she used to disattach his body organ from his body. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I mean, for a woman who's, I'm not speculating about what happened. You know, I, I have my beliefs about what happened, whatever, whatever you believe. But for a woman who was obviously distraught and upset, she went through and she, she cut that sucker clean. I mean, doctors were like, I kind of have to thank her. (laughs) That's what one of the surgeons was saying. He said that she did a masterful job. Right. And I, I was impressed. I would be, I would rather be lucky than good any day. And she was lucky that day. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you have to have a lot of training to be that good. Well, do we know that she didn't? Okay, now we're getting to speculation that I just, I'm not prepared for. Okay. We can can speculate on that another time. We don't know that she didn't. Yeah. You never know. You ever see that movie Sleeping with the Enemy? Yes, I have. Okay, see, that actually makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can see it. I got this. I got you. I'm with it. So, um. My my favorite part I have to I had to mention because this was hilarious to me. There's towards the end of it, and I'm not sure if you've gotten here yet or not. But they they go through his immense criminal career with all of the uh, abuses towards women. Um, he went to jail. His rap sheet is as long as my leg. I mean, and that's really friggin' long. So this this guy was not innocent. Okay, so I don't care what happens i mean he got his dick cut off that's that's unfortunate for him but i can't say that it was a big shocker really can't say it was a big shocker you know why he got so pissed off he he he, lorena bobbitt was his first wife he married another woman i don't know her name doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. he said in this documentary he said and i paraphrase his quote he said his second wife did something so much worse than lorena she threw him in jail twice for beating her Dude, she, dude, dude, Lorena cut your dick off. Somehow, somehow jail is worse. (laughs) I don't understand what's going on. I need a man to tell me how that's different. (laughs) I I want to be mansplained this. This is exactly Uh, where we need that. (laughs) Yes. 99% of the time, I don't want it. In this case, I want some mansplaining. Uh, yes. In this particular instance, this is exactly what that's for. We need it to be mansplained because I do not understand anything about a penis. I would have thought that would have been probably one of the most vile acts that anybody could do to a man. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently getting thrown in jail twice by your ex-wife. The same ex-wife. Is so much worse. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I think it's safe to say that oh, Jesus. John Wayne Bobbitt was never a mental giant. He, true. And he, he uh, that throughout that entire documentary. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was that was the one thing. Like people kept basically saying, you know, he's an idiot. Right. <laughs> but he never lies. What? Seriously? He's not incap he's not capable of lying. He's incapable of lying. Okay. You know what's funny about that though? Like it was that's what his father said about him and he said his father abused his wife and beat his wife. Like he he said, I watched my mom go through this abuse. I can't understand how anybody would do it and I'm like What? 
just happened? I don't know what's going on. There's another mansplain thing. Can somebody mansplain that one to me? This guy's getting thrown in jail left and right for beating a woman after he says it's a heinous crime to beat a woman because he watched his mom get beat by his dad. Yeah. <sighs> I don't get him at all. I don't either. I don't understand the meaning of life anymore. I just don't get it. And I don't like it. Oh, well. Let's uh, let's move on to team news, I guess. Probably. Team news? Yeah. Probably good good intro. We're going to have more team news coming up soon, but here it is for now. Touchdown Raiders! All right. Well, <clears throat> this week we actually have some interesting team news. A lot of it surrounding free agency, which starts next week. Yay. I'm so excited. Heidi, how excited are you for free agency? I am totally, totally stoked. I cannot wait. We can tell you're such a California girl because you say stoked all the time. <laughs> dude, dude, what else am I supposed to say? Dude and stoked. That's it. That's all I need. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It works fine. Yeah. So uh, two of the biggest things, of course, you know, we're, we're not able to quite tamper yet, but we are able to write stuff down on napkins and stuff. So mm-hmm. rumors, rumors have been swirling a lot about uh, – certain couple of Pittsburgh Steelers, former Pittsburgh Steelers now, because Le'Veon Bell was not tagged, which we will discuss a little later in the show, franchise tags. Uh, mm-hmm. He is being handed his, his hat and sent, you know, shown to the door, and that's fine, perfectly fine. Uh, I think everybody's happy about that. Also, Antonio Brown on the trade block, obviously. Yes. Uh, one of the largest contenders in both of those deals happens to be the... None other than the currently Oakland, but soon to be Vegas Raiders. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. So you and I have kind of differing opinions on the two of them. Tell me your take on on Bell. What do you think if, I mean, let's say the price is right, because obviously I don't think Gruden and Mayock are going to like, he wouldn't pay one of the best pass rushers in the league the money that 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 he could get guaranteed somewhere else. If somebody else walks in with a deal that says, you know, here I can give you a little bit more guaranteed money, and Lev Bell says, okay, Raiders, what are you going to do? They're going to say, go take it. I'm not paying you anymore. Right. <laughs> Obviously, they proved that. Uh, John's not a, not afraid to call your bluff. So, what do you think of Lev Bell? Like, what do you think of him coming to the silver and black, trading in his pea yellow for silver? I'm still not uh, very high on that idea. Now, you did say one interesting thing during that intro was that for the right price. Exactly. For the right, for the right price. Yeah, sure. Bring him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't bring him in as the highest paid wide, wide receiver. You know, because he's not a wide receiver. But yeah. that's the kind of what money that he wants. Well, that seems to be the trend. And that's why I'm not I'm not freaked out about it, because the trend these days uh, happens to be let's see how much money we can get out of whoever, and then everybody else will follow suit, right? Mm-hmm. This was this was uh, Donald and Mac Chicken last year. That's all we watched all off season, right? Um, and that that set the tone. So what are we? 
you know, what are we going to see this year? Well, how many running backs are out there that can compete with Le'Veon Bell? There's not many people out there that have a, a name that can go behind that. Um, but they do have some similar skill sets, you know? I mean, yes. we've we've got a couple of guys out there that can still handle the ball and won't cost a, you know, a left foot and uh, half of your franchise. This is what I always say. I always qualify it for the right price. I will take Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. I don't care if he's 31 years old. The man still has better football in him than 90% of the wide receivers in this league. And you can at me all you want. <laughs> but Le'Veon Bell, I, I'm a little bit more hesitant about him. I'm kind of on that, you know, defense just because we haven't seen him play in over a year. Right. Guy hasn't been on the field. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. So, you know, I what, mean. What um, what do you think is fair compensation for Antonio Brown? You mean like in the trade? Yes. Well, um, we have a million picks this year, right? I think we have just south of a million. Yes. So um, I think we're picking throughout the first round, and then we have like 10 in each round after that. I don't really know the exact numbers. We've got an ass little <laughs> It just seems picks, like okay? it. <laughs> it seems like we're going to be there for all three days, all of them. Um, and I'm going to be watching every single one. If I didn't watch oh, them. I'm, ta- I'm, taking my, I'm, I'm taking days off work just so I can be on. You know, be online and follow all of it. Absolutely. On stop. If you didn't do that last year, we would not see Mo, Mo Hurst pick. And I and loved I saw that. it. I loved yes. it. Yes. Wasn't it beautiful? It was. Did you see the phone call? Yes. Oh, we played they that on the show. When he was, um, they did that at the Vegas, they did the pick in Vegas, right? It was outside. Yeah. By the military base, was that the I, one? I believe so, but don't quote me on that because I am horrible at memorying things. Me- memorying, me- see, I can't even word. I don't have a good memory. I don't remember things well. You don't remember words very well. I don't, yeah, words, numbers, people, places, things, nouns, pretty much anything. I forget. So, anyways, moving right along. <laughs> So I, uh, I, I think you and I are kind of similar on the Lev Bell thing. What's your thought on Antonio Brown, though? I, I, I don't know that I could. I never answered your question, did I? No, you didn't. Okay. So that's my way of deflecting. <laughs> I really have no idea. I actually would probably give, a, give the second for him because I am not the biggest believer in the draft. I think you hit on a draft pick, and you're lucky if you do it. If you hit on a draft pick like Khalil Mack, you're lucky if you do it every other year, every three right. years. You know, that is big time. But I think last year, nobody is giving that, that draft class enough credit for what they did. I think we hit on at least three big hits last year. And I'm happy about it. Once we get the rest of those guys going, I think that draft class is going to look pretty damn good. So I have no problem building from outside of the draft. Give me defense in the draft. Give me some depth in the draft. Don't give me this guy that wants to start day one and turns into Joey Bosa. Uh, don't give me Nick Bosa. That's what I'm saying. 
I don't want Nick yeah. Bosa. Um, I, I want a guy who can stand up and say, I mean, Antonio Brown's already shown he loves Derek Carr. Those two have a great connection. Maybe it yes, was just do. in a Pro Bowl, but still, it was fun to watch and it was interesting. And um, they they liked each other. They were joking and, and putting together plays. And I mean, that's something I want to see. Um, I would give the second for him. Okay. I would have no problem with that. I would have no problem with the second and could be persuaded to even trade our last pick in the first, the number 27 pick. Really? I could. I would be interested to see who was left on the board, but it's probably not going to be. I mean, we're obviously not going to be able to wait that long, you know, so um, I, I could see it happening, though. I, I could see John Gruden putting up a lot for him. Yeah, and the reason I can see us giving up the 27th pick is basically because we got that number 27 pick by sending Cooper to the Cowboys. Yeah. So, in essence, it would be a straight trade of Amari Cooper for Antonio Brown. And who's got the better end of that deal? I feel good about our chances, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good about that one. So that's, yeah, I think we have a a real good um, compromise there. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Good. Go GM Trask and GM Stabbert. That's right. We're awesome. Anyways, um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. I got all flummoxed and Twitter paid it over having Antonio Brown as a receiver. Oh, you know what I was going to say? I was going to say this. John Gruden has a good history with older receivers, and that's why I think he's going to go all in on Brown. Look at his, his Raiders receivers he had. Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, two of the greatest receivers in the game, right next to each other. The last time he coached the Raiders. Oh, Gruden loves the elder receivers. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he also loves all quarterbacks. It doesn't matter <laughs> how much a quarterback sucks. Gruden loves them. He's a quarterback guy. <laughs> He's like, you know what? We all have our shiny things that we get interested in, right? Yeah. What do you, I mean, what, if you're walking by somewhere and you see either like a, a flash on the screen, what's, what's stopping you in the middle of the road? To look at that TV screen. What's stopping me? Yeah. Like, what would it be? Like, for well, Gruden, it's going to be last... quarterbacks. <laughs> uh, up until last week, it would be a clear picture. That's what oh. would stop me. <laughs> Heidi got a new TV. Yay. Oh, my gosh. My old one was so awful. It, Couldn't was, even... it was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't read the numbers on it. Everything was just a... You got to see a lot of caps. Yeah, it was it was awful. Yeah, she could she could identify any player in the NFL just by his knee pad. I think that's a that talent. was the only identifying characteristic I could see. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Anyways, so starting last week, then what would be like? If you're walking by an electronics store and something's on television, what's the one thing that's going to stop you? The one thing that did stop me that one time, it was a white Bronco chase. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's another 90s moment we can talk about later when they have another (laughs) uh, 
uh, special, I guess, produced. They've had enough of those, though, I think. I think we're good. Yeah. We're all set on the OJ thing. Thank you. Um, I'm just talking about, like, every time I see uh, The Punisher on, I'm probably going to stop and watch. Every time I see Jeepers Creepers. Okay. All right. Horror movies, those do it for me. Yeah, The Shining, Jeepers mm-hmm. Creepers, uh, Sharknado, you know, <sighs> high quality stuff like that. I love that. That's an amazing movie. An amazing series really? of movies. Sharknado? Oh, my, yeah. uh, I love that spam movie stuff. My old GM, his wife is a director of some of those movies. Really? And she is working on one called Zombies. Zombies? Which are which are um, zoo animals that become zombies. Oh, my God. And it's oh, done by... Oh, Lord in heaven. Done by the same company that did Sharknado. That will... Um, that will be interesting. <laughs> I can't wait. Did you yeah. ever see the movie called Zombievers? No, I haven't. Oh, Lord. I didn't watch it, but a guy I used to date, he watched it, and he's like, it was just... I just don't even know what it, how to explain it. <laughs> I just have no explanation. I was like, all right, that's enough. I don't need to watch it. I'm good. Thank you. So that was um, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. We could have a couple of Steelers invading the Coliseum. And I'd Only be okay with things. that. Yep. Only for good things. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I think we, we, we build our offense and free agency. We give Derek the guys that we thought Jordy Nelson could be last year. I think Jordy's just a little bit older than we expected. So we give him mm-hmm. a guy like Antonio Brown, who obviously still has wheels and he's passionate about the game. Nobody can argue with that. Right. <laughs> he's passionate. Uh, and a guy like Le'Veon Bell, who I think is a good fit for pretty much everything we have going on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, draft, 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 defense. Yeah, oh. and we've had some other personnel moves, too. Uh, we were able to sign Denzel Good, um, offensive line guard. We signed him to a one-year extension. Outstanding. And I think that's a great depth pick. I am really happy that we did that. That was one of the guys who I wanted us to hold on to. Right. Because he did step in last year uh, when Gabe was down for a while. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. He and his, his counterpart, Green. Green was a little too green. I guess Good was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Laugh. That was funny. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Stop it. Don't humor me. Don't try to placate with me with your fake banter and shit. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> But yes, be nice to me. I'm trying. You're you're fake laughing. I told you to fake laugh. Don't worry. I am I'm glad doing as well. What you told me to. However, where does that leave our dear Kalechi Osemele? Well, I know that you and I uh, look at it a little bit differently, but I still think that Kalechi could be gone. I don't like you right now. I'm not saying that that's the right move. <laughs> I'm just saying I can really see it, it happening where they cut him. So why do you think, what would be the biggest reasoning behind that? Like, what would be the, the how could they justify that? 
Well, his poor performance last year on the field. And then on top of that, a $10.2 million cap hit, which if they cut him, they have zero hit. They would just be saving over $10 million by cutting a guy who had an admittedly bad year. But now, injured. Though, he was injured. And when he was healthy and Colton Miller was healthy, they both did a really good job on the left side of the line. Yes, they did. I think that's what we have to strive for. I don't care about the money right now. Like I said, making it rain all the way to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Keep our guards in place. That's why I think they keep him. Gruden has made it very clear. I want my man behind the line to be protected. Y'all didn't do your motherfucking jobs last year. KO did a good job, though. Does anybody know how many sacks he gave up while he was healthy? I don't even know. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he had a couple. Because mm-hmm. the only one who didn't was, you know, our amazing Mr. Rodney Hudson, because he's awesome. Right. But um, I'm pretty sure if you stick another dude in there, it's it's going to be a little bit chaotic, is what I would say. Chaotic is a good word, I think. Well, we likely would stick Gabe Jackson back to left guard, which is more his natural position. Okay, I hear that a lot, but what is his natural position when he's been playing right guard for four or five years in the NFL? You know what I mean? Still something he can adjust to more easily. He could adjust to it. I have no doubt about that. I just don't want to see us take a huge hit. For a guy who I think did a really good job last year. But KO has been a pro bowler more than once. He's had an all-pro season more than once. Um, he's still got the goods. Now, there mm-hmm. was some speculation about him being concerned about his long-term health. I don't know if you right. heard that or not. I did hear that. Um, so, And perhaps that is an issue. And that's one of the things that they're discussing with him. Maybe they'll restructure a contract. That's what I am hoping is that before cutting him, let's restructure a contract. Let's see what we can do. So it'll remain to be seen. But I don't I don't want KO to go. I love his big, goofy smile. It's so cute. He is a good guy. He's got that big, toothy grin that just makes you feel all warm and happy. When Lynch came in and got his helmet, the, in, the, the, like, the most famous picture of Marshawn Lynch ever, I think, when he came in and got his helmet and was walking out the building, chaos sitting there with a sandwich. Hey, man, you want a sandwich? That <laughs> 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 made me smile from ear to ear every time I think about it. So, um, so yeah, I don't want Kale to leave. What else is going on? Uh, well, Jared Cook, it does look like he's going to pursue free agency. You know, the, um, his camp did sit down with the Raiders a little bit to discuss uh, a contract extension. But right now, it's like he's to open market and just see where his value lies. So if, if, I'm, if, if Heidi is, is John Gruden, what is Heidi offering to Jared Cook to stay? The rumor that came out a couple of weeks ago that he wants, I think it was like 9 million, 
four years, nine million a year. Yeah, something like that. I think that was right. I would offer close to that. I would too. Dude. Uh, maybe not four <laughs> years. But I would offer probably a three year at that. Yeah. I, I would I would totally agree. I think he's got a couple good years in him. Um but yeah, make it make it a front heavy, incentive loaded you know. You did your job last year. We're happy. Do some mm-hmm. more good job. We'll give you we'll give you two or three years. He's got another two good years in him. I think right. he does. And it's hard to find a good tight end set. And I think we had a pretty decent one last year. Um, Lee Smith, perfect blocker, perfect sixth lineman. Mm-hmm. And he, he had a 100% reception rate. Thank you very much. All scored touchdowns, by the way. Thank you very much, Lee Smith. That's right. We love you and your beard. Uh, so keep him, keep Jared, get a couple of big tight ends in the draft. What do you think? I would love to see them pick up a couple of, or at least one of the tight ends in the draft. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hawkinson, I think his name is, Fant. Um, Those are both really good tight ends that are going to be coming out. And I wouldn't mind if we scooped one of those up. What about DK Metcalf? What are your thoughts? He is an amazing physical specimen. Yes. Amazing. After he murdered people at the... uh Underwear Olympics, or as I've yeah. recently been told, it's called the Jammy Games. I like that one, too. I like the Underwear Olympics better. Yeah, it's pretty pretty spot on. You uh, know, his his 40 time, his bench press, all of that was off the charts. Oh, yeah. Um, 436 for a dude his size? 436 is good for a dude my size. <laughs> that was freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I so, sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. But the one thing that people kind of overlooked was, well, how did he do on the three-cone drill? How did he do on the shuffle? Right. And he did very poorly. That's what I've heard. And that's that's the uh, – I think a lot of coaches take on the thought process that, okay, this guy's a physical specimen. I can train him. But if you're mm-hmm. getting a guy right out of the draft – that can do all that stuff. It's almost worth look, overlooking the physical specimen. Mm-hmm. So. Now, if we still had Al Davis, it doesn't matter what anyone would say. He would be taken at number four. Oh, yeah. Totally. Just because of his speed and his size and just freak attributes. Well, I think um, he's kind of a plug-and-play guy. Like, if you if you needed him on the defensive line... I'm pretty sure he could hold up. <laughs> I think yeah. he'd be all right. But no, that's not what we need here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really enjoyed watching Metcalf's uh, drills and and everything. But I am thinking another team should be the one that goes after him, not not us. I think we have some bigger needs. So right. I, I got to go with you on that. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're getting we're getting closer to to FA. What else is going on? Well, um let's see. Marshawn Lynch, he was busy recently. He's he, always busy. Can I just say that? That man yeah, is, he's all, is go go go. 
Yeah, he's always involved in the community and just helping people improve themselves mm-hmm. and make their lives better. Uh, he helped kick off the historical black colleges and universities South by Southwest Battle of the Brains. Okay, explain that to me. Um, well, it's uh, South by Southwest, and it was a Battle of the Brains organized by the historically black colleges and universities. So that's a type of um, event where you have STEM. Uh, the st- STEM fields, yeah. Yeah, the Science, STEM fields. technology, engineering, and math, in case you guys don't know that. You get the STEM fields, and they're competing. They're, you know, making projects, doing research, everything uh, to compete for scholarships. Well, that's amazing. Yes. I love it. That was uh, one of his things that he worked on this past couple weeks. And, of course, he did great, as always. Of course. That's why I love Marshawn, because even when he was in Seattle, I would read magazine articles about him. I remember I was flying back home from somewhere. I have no idea where it was because I can't remember. But I do remember the article I read about Marshawn Lynch. And the man was so dedicated and still is so dedicated to his community and to helping and to giving people a hand up. You know, I I like to say I like that that phrase. I want to I need to get a hand up, not a handout. You know, right. And he's always just doing, 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 doing for his community. And mm-hmm. the story that he told in there about his upbringing and, you know, he's been shot at and shot around and knows people that have been killed. And I mean, this is this is surreal for those of us who don't live in that in that environment. So imagine coming up through that, getting over it, getting through all of it. Get yourself to the NFL to be one of the best running backs of all time. And all you do is is dump your time and money right back into that place that that basically fostered you, that gave you your life, and mm-hmm. um, trying to give somebody else that life, give them the opportunities. It's amazing. He's. I, I never say enough good things about Marshawn. I know. I just can't. You know, he he seems a little eccentric, so people kind of overlook him. But you know, they're overlooking his heart and his willingness to just give. Yeah. Just give, give, give. Exactly. He doesn't want to get fined because he wants to put that money back into the community. Right. See that? See how that works? Boom. Lawyered. And he, he has spent very little of the money that he has earned playing football. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of his money comes from investments and um, putting it into things that, help the community and having that grow right but as as far as his football money goes he really hasn't touched most of it yeah you don't see him off on like boats in miami and you know jumping off of buildings and zaire or something i don't know Uh, you know (laughs) he's just Mm -hmm. he's he's not that dude he's not out there wasting all his cash on on just expensive elaborate extravagant crap that nobody ever needs He's spending right. it on people that, that need. So, Yeah, he's a good guy. He is. I love him. I love the eccentricity. Makes it so much better, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. Well, one other thing. I, <laughs> let's discuss Joe Flacco for a minute, shall we? 
Let's. Let's. So uh, the Ravens decided they didn't need him anymore. Kicked him to the curb. Actually, tr- they traded him to the Broncos. Right. And do you remember what they got for him? I don't. I think it was like a candy bar. And <laughs> I don't even remember. I'm sure that that the Broncos gave up way too much for Joe Flacco. However, you know, I found it so uninteresting. I don't think I even bothered to read what they gave up for him. I read once and I did not research any further. Um, the only reason I want to bring it up is because I want to know what the thought is, what what the perspective is on Joe Flacco at this point in time. I have a certain perspective. I don't know how the rest of Raider Nation feels. How about, Heidi, you're Raider Nation. Yeah. What do you think of, of facing Joe Flacco twice a year? Well, I would rather face Paxton Lynch twice a year. Okay, I think everybody would rather face Paxton Lynch. But what about Case Keenum? Yeah, but basically my entire college college team would like to face Paxton Lynch twice a year. Yeah. Because he sucks so bad. That he does. Uh, So I think... Joe Flacco is going to bring an improvement to the position. Um, I don't think what the Broncos did to Case Keenum was necessarily fair. Mm. They gave him one season with a lame duck coach. Yeah. And basically were like, well, you had, you had your one year to try and you didn't bring us to the playoffs or anything. So, We're going to get another quarterback. And another coach. Yes. I don't know what's going on over there in Denver, but they throw a lot of shade for a team that's doing the same shit we did five years ago. Yeah. I'm just saying. And I've noticed that it seems former professional players, Mm -hmm. they have trouble recognizing good players in the position that they excelled at. Are we having a discussion about John Elway? It, that would be part of it. Yeah. I can see but, it. But like Jack Del Rio and Reggie McKenzie. Yeah. You know, Jack Del Rio, great linebacker. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Ken Norton Jr. Great linebacker. Couldn't, un- couldn't understand why, you know, these guys that we're picking up in the fifth, sixth, seventh round of the draft can't come in and make an immediate impact as an inside linebacker. Right. Cause that's a real simple position, you know? Yeah. And for John Elway, it was just so easy for him to be a, you know, t- elite level quarterback that I don't think he gets how complicated and how hard that position is. It's not just a matter of, Finding Joe Blow and plugging them in. Right. Or Joe Flacco in this case. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Terrible, terrible. I, I totally agree with you. Boo. Totally agree with you. Hey, Boo. calm down over there. I'm going to send you hookers and pizza, okay? And both of those will ruin your day. And you know it. I fail to see how the pizza would ruin my day. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow it would make you gassy or... Maybe you have a cheese aversion. I'm really not sure. but And I'm good if you send me mail hookers. Okay. Well, we di- we'll discuss that later. Okay. Nah. 
see how much money I have. Male hookers are cheaper than female hookers anyways, though. <laughs> Moving on. No, I totally agree with you. I do. I, uh, I can absolutely see that almost every single time. Former players have a hard time recognizing talent. If they see, I think if they see a spark of themselves in there, they're like, I can get that guy to this place. This mm-hmm. guy can get to that spot. I know it. And I don't think they realize what it takes to get to that spot. Not everybody can roll out of bed and play football. Right. I mean, even for professionals, it takes work. It takes practice. That's why they have practice. It takes energy. You got to throw it in there. You got to have consistency, John. Consistency. If you put a new quarterback in every year, that's not consistent. And you had three coaches over the last couple of years, too. Mm-hmm. So, dude, seriously, bro, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know either. And coaching. Coaching is the same way. Yeah. It's just something that I've noticed that whatever position that that coach or executive excelled at, they just don't, they're just not able to recognize the talent totally. for their own team. Once again, Heidi, as always, you're amazingly correct. I'm just amazing. You are amazing. I will concur with that completely. Um, Real quick, before we go to news outside the nation, I have to make a quick announcement for the Crow's Nest Podcast Network. We do have a couple of new shows. Uh, Dwayne has joined us with his Putting on Waivers podcast. Amazing. I love Dwayne. I was on a show last year. had a lot of fun. He's been awesome. Uh, And we also have the new edition, newest edition, as of yesterday, after this little fake Twitter beef that got them banned. Uh, <laughs> banned and blocked. <laughs> banned and blocked and unfollowed and unsubscribed. You know what? We got to say we love, love, love our followers, all of our subscribers, our listeners. That was They threw it down, man. They were like, nah, you ain't talking about our ladies and our pillagers like that. Nah. Yeah. Blocked. It so was actually pretty cool to see. <laughs> it was. I was really impressed. And the poor guys went back afterwards. And uh, I think one of them was the, um, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember Twitter handles very well at all. But he went back and he was like, oh, man, I feel stupid now. I got to go unblock <laughs> him. I got to follow him again. Why didn't you tell me? Like, that's the point. It's a joke. Kenny Stapler and Mr. Monster Mash Ken. What is it's the Kens? That's what it is. Aha! I see. We're not, I, we're not letting we've them recognize the pattern there. Yes, we have a commonality. Uh, they decided to put together this like WWE NWO rivalry thing on Twitter, and it blew up much bigger than they thought it would. Because <laughs> apparently, people pay more attention <laughs> than they think. So now we have remedied that situation. And join together with the Wolf Wolf, Wolf Pack po- Fan Podcast Network. That is a mouthful. Holy cat! Not network. Wolf, say it, Heidi. <laughs> Wolf Pack Fan Nation Podcast. Yes, that is what I think we're that's going. That's what with. it is. I can barely keep track of my own name. Wolf Pack Nation Fan Podcast. Got it. We had all the words in there. 
yeah, it was just the order. It's yeah. Don't don't hate us, okay, boys. We love you. Anyways, they are the newest members of the Crow's Nest Podcast Network, and we are so so very glad to have them. Um, it is uh, Raider VC. It is Bobby Wasabi, and it is of course Monster Mash Ken, and also new addition. This is what I love. Uh, Blitz Chick. She is on the podcast now as a lady voice. They are really appreciative and actually very supportive, and they are highlighting women in football. Every single week you're going to hear from a woman in Raider Nation or in the football spectrum in general, or perhaps something involving wrestling. I don't know. They like the wrestling thing, so they're doing that a lot. But uh, if you haven't had a chance, we did shout them out last week, but now they are members of the uh, family. So make sure you follow them. Make sure you check them out. They have, I was on the show with Jenny last weekend. She was able to, to squeeze in some time there, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was so much fun. We had a lot of fun. It was, uh, we talked about a little bit, really very little bit about football. <laughs> most of what we talked about. You was, too? No. I know. <laughs> uh, most, this was all Ken's fault. Okay. Ken and VC and Bobby were all on this, uh, this whole supernatural and extraterrestrial. And let's talk about this, this weird mystery that happened at the, uh, the hotel. And so, you know, the hotel that, uh, um, the American horror story season was based off of, right? Right. Uh, the Cecil Hotel, I believe it is. There was a, another mysterious disappearance there a few years ago. It was a girl who's from somewhere very close to where Vi lives in Canada. So he wanted mm-hmm. to discuss that a little bit. So it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Cool. Um, yeah, it was it was great. And Heidi's going to be on there soon. She's going to get her very own spotlight, which is good because that was kind of like herding cats last weekend. There was a lot of people <laughs> talking. But we still had a good time. It was great. I like herding cats. It reminds me of home. We did talk about cats, too, by the way. Oh, then I'm definitely going to listen. Yeah. Leo Monkey was on there, uh, and she asked us about what what our favorite kind of cat was and our favorite name for our cat. Favorite name we've ever named our pets. And I said, well, I have a Maine Coon, and his name is Bruce. And don't tell the other cats, but he's my favorite. Ah. <gasps> No. Shush. Who's your favorite? I know you have one. Um. I know Jenny's is Jasmine. She's the you favorite. Know, it's it's kind of a toss up between Patches and Donnie. All right, I can see it. But Summer's been very cuddly with me lately, and Peanut is just a jerk. Peanut, <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. He's so much like Bruce. It's just ridiculous. He's just an absolute jerk. And, you know, the funny thing is the two cats that I figured that would be having the most beef would be the two male alphas. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're buddies. Yeah. Donnie and Peanut are, you know, they sit there next to each other waiting to get their food bowl. They'll groom each other. They'll play with each other. And then they take over the world and attack everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) A-holes. Peanut Peanut doesn't do that with anyone else. He only does that with Donnie. Well, he's a guy's guy. Yeah, he is. That's cool. Whatever. (laughs) That's just funny because I figured the ones that wouldn't get along are the ones that actually do get along. Yeah. It is weird how they just, 
they just always shock you. I have no idea why, but they're weird. Weird, weird, weird. Anyways, so um, on that note, give us a call. Do you know who slacked on giving us calls this week? The boys. Freaking everybody, dude. Everybody. <laughs> Nobody called us this week. And the boys did slack. I think they had a lot going on, though. They normally, did. Normally, the boys, uh, Bobby and Monster Mash Ken, usually give us a call. Um, NVC gave us a call last week. It was a lot of fun. We had some great... Bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. bam. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Ken working on a sock drawer or something. I don't remember. Whatever it was, it was weird. And that's what we did. It was to funny. Expect. And it was hilarious. So, uh, but if you will, would call us, that would be awesome. It's 802 328 1867. And if that doesn't prompt you, I don't know what will. So. Maybe, maybe we should bribe them. With what? Ooh. I'm sure we could come up with something. You know who we bribed last year? Who, who gave us our very first voicemail? Was it Monster Mash? It was Monster Mash. <laughs> and it's all good. So oh, we, might yeah. have, we might have to bribe him again. We might have to. He's already talking about let's do some supernatural podcasts. I'm like, dude. I'm all about it as long as I don't have to record anything or edit anything. Let, uh, I'm there. It's cool. I just don't want to do all the, the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're at a nice balance over here at the Ladies of Darkness. I do the recording. I set up all the, the little files and everything. Send them to Heidi. Heidi does her amazing job on editing. And it comes out great. And we none of us feel overworked at the moment. No. I've had my moments, but that was before we had Heidi, and um, luckily we have her. I can't even tell you how much I appreciate you. Aw. Go on. (laughs) Oh, you. (laughs) All right, my cats are getting angry, so. Uh, Now that we've yelled at you to call us enough, let's, let's go to the news outside the nation. To satisfy your passing fancy with the rest of the league, here's the news outside the nation. Whatever! Found out last week there's a new NFL salary cap. It has been increased to a record $188.2 million. This leaves now the Raiders with... I think the third largest amount of cap space. The Colts have the most to spend, and I do believe they're going to spend it. And that that is a scary team to have a lot of cap space. You are not lying. That is a scary team for they can really do some damage with that. Yes, they can. Andrew Luck proved me very foolish last year. I was pretty certain that after two years of doing nothing, he would not be able to throw a football down the field, and he made me look like a big fat liar. And that's fine, because you know what? Andrew Luck's hard to hate. He's he's hard to dislike. He's just a mm-hmm. nice guy. Dude still has a flip phone. How do you hate that guy? Um, he's not presumptuous. He's not a, a jerk. I mean, he's just the worst thing he does is remind me of my geeky little brother. And that's it. Things could be worse. But, yeah. If they spend that money wisely, wow. Mm-hmm. It's going to be frightening. Yeah. 
So who else are you uh, looking at to spend a lot of money? Well, I think that we will. I do believe we will. I think that we might have uh, maybe one tier one free agent uh, that we'll throw some money at. I think we'll mostly wait for the tier two mm-hmm. free agents and try to build up the team that way. And then, of course, whatever isn't addressed in free agency, we will address that in the draft. That sounds like a very Gruden way to approach things. And I think yes. you're probably right on the nose. So, you know what happened? That is my favorite thing. And I, I'm gonna, I don't know if you were going to talk about this or you're going to let me talk about it. But I have to because I'm going to totally steal it. Jason Witten has decided to hang up his broadcasting jacket and thank god go back to football you thank you lord i think there had to be a reason (laughs) somebody's like jason you suck at this y'all are terrible you gotta go do something that you're good at and it's not this (laughs) so monday night football will again be different next year i have no idea who they're gonna put in that spot they need to put in phil v thank you Foo in the booth. Foo in the booth. Hashtag foo in the booth. Let's get it. That would be the most entertaining. Oh, my gosh. I can't even explain it. The only reason he's not there, I think, is because ESPN is owned by Disney. (laughs) And I think that Phil might have a little bit of a tough time not calling somebody a pussy. (laughs) Okay, maybe he would. But you know what? You don't have a tough time not calling somebody that. And it's. I call people that Language. all the time. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't go and say that on the air. That's true. I don't say it to people's faces. Right. But I do say it a lot. I'm sure you <laughs> Dwayne, do. Dwayne said I know that you was do. my catchphrase. <laughs> Fucking pussies. <laughs> we were looking for an angry a catchphrase, so I guess I guess that's it. Heidi thought it was seriously, bro, and I'm pretty sure that's probably the most accurate one. Seriously. Seriously, bro. So I was really, I I, I hate to say that I'm excited he lost his job, but I think football is where he belongs. Um, He's a little old, so maybe he's there for mentoring. What do you think? I don't know. Well, I know that they have always thought that he would be a good coach. Mm -hmm. So bringing him in. As the experienced mentor, might be able to uh, point him in the direction of becoming a coach. I could totally see it. Yes. You're onto something. As long as they never let him in a broadcast booth again, I'm cool with whatever he does. You know, an interview here and there is just fine. But yes, the broadcast booth should never have a Jason Witten in it. Ever. 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 It's just not acceptable. None of those guys. Booger, I don't ever want to hear your voice again. Ever. Booger McFarlane can go do college stuff or whatever. I don't care. Anywhere but there. Don't Mm -hmm. ever grace me with your presence again. (laughs) And I don't even remember who the other guy was. Tony, Tom, Bill. What was the other guy's name? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It's not even worth looking so bad. They were so bad. Oh, God, I can't say it again. They're so bad. Let's move on. Yeah, they were miserable. 
They made us miserable. Hey, you remember that um, that giant contract that Todd Gurley, the running back for the Rams, signed last year? It sounds familiar. Yeah, well, that was before they figured out he has an arthritic knee. Oh, so I'm guessing this was a contributing factor to his performance in the playoffs. Yes, they basically had to shut him down. They had to limit his reps. Wow. Somehow I'm not surprised about it, but this is kind of a standard thing, I think, in the NFL. I don't know if he knew, but this is why people ask for the big money up front. Mm -hmm. That's why. Right there. You got it. Yeah. So I guess Todd will be spending his off-season rehabbing? Probably. As much as he can with an arthritic knee, I guess. Maybe going to Europe to get some kind of treatments or something. Oh, yeah. They have those those things. Put him in a hyperbaric chamber. That should work, right? Sure. I, I guess. <laughs> it would work better than a cryogenic chamber. That's true. Very good point. Yes. You make a very solid argument. I think so. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes back next year, I guess, um, because they're going to have a lot to prove. Jared Goff is... is uh, on a lot of people's shit list. I believe that is the nicest way to put that. Mm. I think he had one bad game. He did, but it was the big one. <laughs> it was like the really big one. Uh, poor Sean. It was still only one bad game, though. Yeah. I, I got to give the coach some shit, though. And Sean McVay, you, you did something wrong. You did some things wrong. You would have lost two games. Actually, you wouldn't even been in the second game. If not for a stroke of genius, for the refs trying to help you out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to go that far, but uh, you got to get your shit together, man. Seriously. Seriously, bro. Seriously. What else? Oh, yeah. There's some quarterback carouseling going on. Yes, there what, is. What have we seen? We have seen the expectation that... Bortles is going to be released by the Jags and replaced by Nick Foles. Can because... you say that you're surprised? No. Okay. I'm good. not surprised. Neither am I. Good. I'm glad. The Jags were in a position where they needed to make some kind of a move at quarterback. Um, I think that Nick Foles going in is significant in that... All those lame people that don't like Derek Carr trying to send him everywhere mm -hmm. because they suck. Um, don't get us started on that. Focus. People were saying, <laughs> people are saying, send him to the Jags, you know, send him here, send him there. And by Nick Foles going to the Jags, that kind of takes, takes that away. Yeah. They were also, some people were actually saying, trade him to the Jags. We'll take Bortles. Mm -hmm. Whew. Y'all been drinking or you smoked yourself retarded by now. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Brah. No. Seriously, bro. No. Mm -mm. Let me just say this. Nick Foles. What? I do not think Nick Foles is an elite quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. He's a really good quarterback. Huge upgrade from Bortles, though. Yes. That team is going to take a step forward next year. 
step back towards where they were in 2017. Yes, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. So um, let's. Uh, so fr- franchise tagging is over. So let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Who? It seemed to me like there were a lot of franchise tags this year, and I don't know why. But maybe it's just because the bigger names got franchise tagged. And I think I was more confused about the ones that didn't. So who who got the tag, first of all? Well, there were six players that got the tag. And they were Frank Clark from the Seahawks, a Jadavian Clowney from the Texans, right? Yes. Uh, D. Ford from the Chiefs, Robbie Gold from... Niners. Niners. Grady Jarrett and Demarcus Lawrence. So that's interesting. I'm not shocked because all of those pass rushers were going to hit the open market. And mm-hmm. those are teams that can't really afford to lose them. And yeah, the, uh, the ones that were significant names that were not tagged and are now free agents. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, who we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Landon Collins, who would be a great find, but is probably Might be a out of our price rich. range. Yeah, I think he's yeah. going to be a little too rich for our blood. Uh, Nick Foles is, of course, now free. Trey Flowers will be making it to free agency. Now, that was Jenny's biggest Trey of pick. Flowers. Trey of Flowers, yeah. But she really thought uh, she, she was big on him, and I totally can see it. I can, I can get mm-hmm. on board with that one. Yes, gonna, I can too. I'm not going to overpay him, but, you know, I could still get on board with him. Yes. And then uh, Stephen Gothkowski was also not tagged, and C.J. Mosley was not tagged. So there are some big names that made it. Yeah. We're not going to go for a new kicker, though. Let me just be clear. No. Johnny Five, Short Circuit, we love you, man. That dude threw it down for the Raiders last year. It, you just had to go through five or six people to find him. Sometimes it just, t- you have to kiss a lot of frogs. Mm-hmm. We've heard that all of our lives. I've kissed a lot of frogs in my life. Me too. No comment. <laughs> Let's just say there are a lot of, a lot of ponds full of amphibians that we are more than familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make that any funnier. That's pretty much all I can do. That's all I got. Pretty good. Oh goodness. Okay. So some of those are actually like, yeah, the the Patriots did not use any tags, and that was surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're going to do it, I guess it's you know depends on their salary cap uh, amount, how much they have to throw at these guys. But I think Trey Flowers is worth it. Yeah. Uh, I know Bill is not a big fan of, of overpaying people, obviously. So Belichick looked at him and said, look, you're going to, we're looking at the Khalil Mack deal and we're looking at the Aaron Donald deal. We're looking at, you know, other, he's a linebacker, right? So is he a linebacker or an end? I can't remember. Well, you would ask me, it's almost midnight. I don't know. No, I'm sorry, but Look at all these other defensive players. It doesn't really matter what position you're in. You're going to pay an inflated amount for a franchise tag. Yeah. So I just do not think uh, he wanted to pay that much money for him. 
And yeah, he's an edge rusher. So, uh, yeah, I think Khalil Mack broke the bank last year. So everybody's going to have a tough time. Both teams and players are going to have a difficult time finding what they want. Mm-hmm. Getting a happy medium. So yeah, that, that equilibrium is going to be hard to to grasp. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see if maybe the Raiders make a run at him too. I wouldn't be shocked. I I'm not. I would not mind having him. I, I really wouldn't. Neither would I. I totally totally can get on board. I'm good with that. I'm all the way down the tray flowers choo choo. Yes, that sounded weird. Moving on. So what what else do we got going next? Uh, what do we got going? Um. Well, we, yeah, we would just love for you guys to call us, uh, give us your thoughts on franchise franchise tags, and what we should do, who we should pursue that didn't get tagged. We'd just love to hear your guys' opinions on it. And if you call us, we can also put you on the air. We'll play it for you. I really would like to hear, you know, some people, I would like to know who is on your wish list from free agency. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be, that would be really, I think that's important right now because it starts next week. Yes. Let's see who's right. All right. Well, normally we'd have a Heidi game, but this is another entire episode of the Heidi game. Yes. So moving on, it's time for the silver and black throwback. It's time to hit that silver and black throwback. Can you stay? Just win, ladies. It's time to go back to the good old days. Hit that silver and black throwback. Cheer. You're listening to a Raiders Podcast Network production. TheRaidersPodcastNetwork.com Raider Nation. All Raiders. All the time. At Just Win Ladies on Twitter. Follow and we follow back. Tune in wherever podcasts are found. All right. This week on the Silver yes. and Black Throwback. Actually, it was yes. this week in 1977, March 5th, Mr. Al Davis, you all know and love him as the Maverick, named NFL Executive of the Year, 1977. Yes. What did we do that year, Heidi? We, like, won a bunch of games. We did win a bunch of games, and we won a big game. Yeah, we did win a big game. It was amazing. Yeah. That was our very first Super Bowl victory, was it not? Yeah. Was it uh, the Vikings? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) We are such bad fans. We are awful. Let's see. Super Bowl. Well, let's see. We we defeated the Vikings, we defeated the Eagles, and we defeated the Redskins in our Super Bowls. So that year was (sighs) Vikings. You're right. You're so smart. I know. I think the Redskins were 81. That is uh, no Redskins was 84. That was 84. Okay. But, um, 
Yeah, I I have a little trouble remembering, you know, those early dates because I was only one year old. If you're in diapers, I can't hold you accountable. So yeah, you're you're safe in my book. Okay, thank you. What else happened? What else happened? Yeah. Well, what else? Way is back, on our throwback. Way back in the year two thousand two. And this isn't exactly a happy memory, but it is a memory, so we're we're sharing it. March 12, 2002, offensive coordinator Bill Callahan was named head coach. Did you just call him Bill Callahan? Yeah. Are you alluding to him being Porky Pig or something? <laughs> he was hamming it up over there on the sidelines. We went from John Gruden to friggin' Bill Callahan. Is this what is this yes. what you're saying to me? This is what happened. Yeah, this is what happened. People, if you do not remember the dark days of Raider Nation, we are trying to give you the straight dope here. And yeah, I guess I did call him Callahan. You did. <laughs> I have it on tape. <laughs> we'll have to edit that out. Oh, goodness. But it was so funny. So it's time now for our Lady Killer. Who's the lady So Heidi, in honor of Jenny this week, who is yes. our lady killer? Our lady killer is Derek Carr. Yay! Our fearless leader. You know leader. what he did? What did he do? In on top of him just being wonderful member of the community. Mm-hmm. He hosted a huge fundraiser for Valley Children's Hospital, uh, his yearly In the Huddle talk. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I love it. There's another guy that gives to his community as much as possible. I love it. Yes. And uh, his brother, Derek, or his brother, David, normally does it with him. But since it was run the same weekend as the Combine, uh, David couldn't make it. So it was Derek and Dad Roger. That awesome. ran the, in the huddle. And this year, it was a little bit different. The previous years, it's always been a bigger event with um, many tickets out. Uh, this year, they did a smaller intimate event. There was only about 100 tickets out, mm-hmm. and the tickets started at uh, 100 bucks a piece. Nice. But, That's amazing. Yeah. So, Derek and Heather are always all in anything for anything that helps Valley Children's. That's awesome. So that's where their son was treated. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. So he was, um, I, I haven't uh, heard this story in a while, but their son was rushed to the hospital and had to have emergency surgery for a birth defect that they weren't aware of um, because it was something that didn't present prior to that. Um, mm-hmm. They weren't, they weren't, he had to leave. Did he not have to leave a Fresno game to go? I don't know if he actually had to leave a game, but all what he was doing for a few months there was practicing and spending time at the hospital. Yeah. That's all what he did. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew about it. Yeah, this was something that came out way later. I yes. didn't even read about this until probably a year ago. So, um Yeah, they kept it very private and, you know, it wasn't even anything that a lot of people in Fresno knew. Yeah. You know, it was just something that he dealt with. He dealt with playing and he dealt with his, his son. 
And that was it. Well, uh, no shame in that. I mean, that's exactly what you got to do as a parent. Mm -hmm. And he's obviously very appreciative for everything that the the hospital did for him, for his son, for his wife. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. That's amazing. Couldn't think of a better, a better reason for a, a fundraiser. So. And I couldn't think of a better example of a late lady killer. Absolutely not. He's already in the Hall of Fame. He's just building up his stats. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get on to the funnier part of the show. <laughs> it's time for Seriously, Bro. You know we all have our moments. Some of them are in a place on our wall of shame. Seriously, Bro. <laughs> So as you know, as we all know, last week was the Underwear Olympics, the Combine, where our current general manager, Mr. Mike Mayock, spends a lot of his time and has spent, obviously, a majority of his time over the last several years because that's what he does. He has a very special, apparently a very special little draft notebook where he keeps all of his secrets, his bomb plans, his attack plans, uh, all those strategic little moves that he's going to make. And he was uh, eating some lunch with his daughter during the combine. Decided he had to get up and excuse himself for a moment. And rather than trusting his daughter to guard his very super secret draft binder, he took it with him. (laughs) Seriously, bro? (laughs) Heidi, seriously, bro? That's, like his daughter said, that's rude but kind of smart. <laughs> seriously, bro. I got to say, okay, here's what I'm going to seriously, bro. People who think that he does not have his pulse on this thing, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> seriously. Oh my gosh. That's the funniest thing I think I've heard all week. It <laughs> cracks me up. That'd be something my dad would do. Like, nah, yeah. just don't eat my chicken. I'm going to take it with me. I'm just going to take it with me. It's fine. I don't want you to eat my chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad yeah, is, when I When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's got to be seriously, that bro. That's, that has to be it. Such a perfect seriously, bro. <laughs> Cracks me up. Seriously, bro. This dude is like 100% all in on draft. That's, that's why he's here. That's what we do. That's why he brought him. And he's all ours. Oh, so Yay. Yay. So um, it's a really short Seriously Pro because it was, we don't have anything to yell about. It's just really funny. <laughs> uh, cracks me up. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of we're we're at the end of the show. Which yeah, is we just are. about good timing because we're a little over an hour now. So shall we? Thanks for joining us on Ladies of Darkness, a Crow's Nest Podcast Network production. Next time, we will have an interview with superfan Wayne Mabry. You know him as the Violator. Plus, tons of new stuff, because it is, after all, the League's Independence Day. That's right. We're going to be showing movies. We're going to be watching things, playing music. I don't know. Something Independence Day-ish. This... I have dubbed it Independence Day for the league. I, you know, I, I put my holidays on all the NFL dates, right? Of so course. This one is Independence Day. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, right? Pretty much. I, yeah. So I think ask Antonio Brown, he'll tell you. 
Uh, <laughs> ask Le'Veon Bell. He'll tell you. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to talk to the Violator. Very excited about that. I know. So am I. That's going to be awesome. It will be amazing. So uh, catch us with that. I will also, this weekend, be making a brief appearance on the Pillaging Podcast. Big Brothers have decided to invite me over. So make sure you check out my impending failure on the two-minute drill. You're Ken, actually going to take it? I'm going to take it. I told him I would. Kenny asked me. He's like, all right, what are we doing? You doing it? And I'm like, Fine. I I have to think of a topic that I know a lot about, but he doesn't. So he won't know if he's giving me a softball question or not. Yeah, good luck. The thing is, like, Kenny and I are like mirrors. So everything that I like, he likes. And everything, I mean, it's not like all across the board, but like we're both really big horror fans. We're both big football fans. We're both big music fans. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So I, there's not a whole lot I can slip in there. I told him that he better ask me some zoology questions. I'll be good to go. Zoology. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was actually thinking for myself to really mess him up and ask for Bible questions. Oh, well, that would be interesting. Yes. You know him, though. He's going to spend like 16 hours that week just looking up stuff in the Bible. <laughs> On what date did Noah finish the ark? <laughs> oh, Kenneth. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. It'll be fun. If nothing else, it'll be entertaining. Um, also, make sure you call us or we're going to still bug you. Yes, please. Heidi, what's the number? 802 Three two eight one eight six seven. That's the number. You have no excuse. Call us. Call us. We want to know free agents who you want. Who you going after? If you're if you're GM insert name here, who you want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to hear them. And um, once we get done with the free agency, get past ooh. it a little bit, then we can actually start talking about the draft. The draft. Yep, I'm not talking about mock drafts. No. I'm just talking about strategy and people in the draft. Yeah, please Because I hate mock, mock drafts. drafts. Oh, they're so awful. Do you want to shoot yourself in the face every time you read one, too? I do. Okay, uh, about about a week before the, the actual draft, then I'll actually start looking at them because then they, they are a little bit more accurate then. Yeah, because you've been through but, free agency. You know what the teams are looking for. Right. Makes more sense. I get it. Right. So about a week before the actual draft, I'll, I'll start looking at the mocks, and and you can actually, you know, glean some decent information out of it that that time. Yeah. Um, normally, I would look at Mike Mayhawks, but <laughs> that's my evil laugh for Raider Nation. <laughs> That was really bad. Anyways, keep an eye out on our social media pages. We are at Ladies of Darkness with one S on Twitter. We are, what is our Instagram? Because I hate Instagram and you do all of the magic on there. Is it LOD Podcast? I believe so. As LOD Podcast, you can also find, out, find us on Facebook, Ladies of Darkness. We're not hard to find. So, you know, check us out. And uh, we're going to come up with some contests. We keep saying that. But now it's all of a sudden getting busy. So... Uh, let's think of a contest for next week. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. We'll think of one. Yeah. We'll come, we'll come call, at you. Call us, 
call us and tell us what kind of a content contest you want. There you go. That's perfect. I love it. Yeah. yeah, call us. Call us. Call us for contests and we'll talk about contests and we'll set up a contest. That was a brilliant idea. It was. You did a really good job. I like it. Thank you. All right. Well, on that note, we will uh, close out the show and catch you next week. Go Raiders. Sounds good. Go Raiders. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.